It's time for the rip roaring lift, funny boys of summer. It's time for Ed and Sean. It's Geeksters. Welcome to episode 186, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> Would you like to explain yourself, Ed? Okay, for, for the people. Okay, before, you know, as the song's going on, all of a sudden, Ed just fell into a fit of laughter. I don't know why, so let's find out. See, that's the thing. It's 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 something that nobody knows except for you and I at, at this point because it was a conversation that we had last week. Uh, fill me in. I don't remember. <laughs> it might have been Thursday. I don't know. It was it was before, it was previous to this show, right? And uh, we were talking about like the future and like how you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, right. Okay, I, let me fill the audience in here. It was a uh, Thursday or Friday. We were talking and we were talking about the show and stuff like that. And and we, I mean, we were talking about like jokefully what would happen in the future, like if we. I guess got rich and famous, or yeah. as I'm as I'm old, <laughs> what would be the first thing? Like, so how do you feel? I hate that goddamn song. <laughs> <laughs> I always hated it. <sighs> it was, but that was the thing. It was like again, it was like one of those three things out of the blue. Like we're just talking, you know. It's like imagine doing this for like for like twenty, thirty years. Or right. like, I'm like, oh god, and. <laughs> And then it's like, yeah, we get famous, and then you know, blah blah blah. Like, you know, you 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 jump forward. You know, you always think of like, like, oh, we're gonna make we're gonna be famous because of the millions. millions. And you know, of course, we, we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but, but, we never will. But it's just like now we we would have to be like you know like fifty years in the future. We'd have to reminisce about geeksters. And they you know we're in an old folks' home and they take up to us. And, you know it's like it's like oh what do you think of geeksters? Oh, God damn he touch God damn strong. <laughs> like and we never talked about it. We never we. <laughs> it was just something that no one ever met. Like you just give me the like. I had no idea. Oh, after 50 years of hearing the same tune over and over, four times a night in one week. Oh, if I never hear that song again, it'd be too soon. But then the ultimate irony as they cart away my casket, that song's playing. <laughs> as they lower me into the ground, make it all dramatic. And there I am looking down going, why? <laughs> you hear me? Because I have no hearing anymore. My hearing aids are up. Yeah. He hated that song. Huh? <laughs> I heard he hated that song. Is that why? <laughs> he loved that song. <laughs> Couldn't get enough of it. Uh, <sighs> all right. So, uh, so this is I started hearing playing, and I don't know why. It just it just. It just hit you just, here. You're now, here, here. Not when we were doing the no, show live. No, because you know what? I don't really listen to the intro because I'm. You're focused. I'm on, on another this. computer at that time, and then I have to go over to our mics. So while it's playing, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just more worried about all right, is everything in place? Do we got everything going? You know, I, I know when the you hear those final moments, I got to speak, and that's it. So I don't even think about this all. But as soon as it starts playing, because I'm, I'm sitting here all ready to go and waiting for you to do your intro, and it's just. Just swept over me. <laughs> I'm remembering, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" 
Uh, so hi, folks. Yes. Welcome oh, to the program again. Yes. You have to forgive me. Sean's got a little under the weather between the live show and 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 the the taping. Actually, the taping. Um, actually, well, I'm kind of feeling a little bit under the weather all day. You might not be able to pick it up on the show, but I had a, 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 a little sour stomach. Mm. So when I talk about going to the movies, um, I'll have a story about after the movies. So we'll have a little bit of bonus material. Yeah. I guarantee you, you might not want to have the kids around and you probably don't want to be eating lunch or dinner <laughs> or any kind of food at the time, especially if it involves chocolate. Um, <laughs> Maybe I don't want to be here for this story. Then, then you, can turn, you can pull your headphones off. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in the seat. <laughs> but I take my headphones off. I won't hear a thing. That's right, <laughs> <laughs> dork. So yeah, so in this episode, we tell you um, what the top five box office are. The normal routines, mm-hmm. except for those people who are listening for the first time. Thank you. You're about to hear what's big this week in the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, how how we caught up on our weeks, our week. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and we'd give you a review on Con Man, Con Man, mm-hmm. and I give a review on Keanu, yes. the movie, not the person. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, that's really it. And you know, just sit back. Ooh, Ed, you got something else you want to add? Well, just the two words, Chris Hardwick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and Ed goes off on Chris Hardwick. <laughs> and we'll be right back, folks. And welcome to Be Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Welcome to the program, everybody. Hi, everybody. So, uh... How was your week? Um, it's okay. Uh, honestly, it's been kind of uneventful. Okay. Um, I did do some video gaming in. I did do, um, a movie this weekend. And, uh, it's kind of... Tonight is the, I'm going to say, the party, the, the, the final track around the lap for a back molar. Oh, really? Yeah, and getting a tooth pulled. Tomorrow. Oh. Tomorrow. I was like, the only doesn't affect my show. I got to do it on Monday. <laughs> you know, I got these dulcet tones of my voice. So, yeah, um, I, I I think I've talked in the past about me going to the dentist and getting yeah. drills and stuff. And the last one they were doing, they were like, you know what? That's pretty wrecked. Um, you got two options. Either uh, we can pull it or we can go root canal type thing, cap type deal. Yeah. And I'm like, which one does my insurance cover? <laughs> and they're like, well, the tooth pulling. And unless you get a note from your doctor saying, yeah, you know, like a, for whatever reason. I don't know why. So I was like, all right. Um, I went to the doctor. This was months and months and months ago. And I never really got back to the dentist about going, I got my note. And considering today is the day that my doctor has retired. Because he was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm retiring at the end of April. And considering today's May 1st, I can't go, yeah, about that. Um, one last thing before you walk out. Yeah. You know, so I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to get pulled. Just, um, I'm. Yank it out. Just, I'm going to get hit in there over the head with a mallet by a rabbit. And there's going to be some guy standing on my chest with a pair of pliers going, pull. You know, or I'm hoping just before, because he's, he's Russian, the guy who's going to be doing it. He's in a hurry. <laughs> I hope so because I want this thing done as quickly as possible. Waka waka. Uh, I mean, um, I was, it's a shame he's not German because my dream would be like as he's going in with a drill, just going, "Is it safe?" From Marathon Man, is it safe? I can't do the drill thing for some. Uh, hopefully, that'll heal up when I, get my, I lose my tooth. <laughs> you know, <laughs> starts a whistling. 
Shay, she welcome to Geek Street. So, um, yeah, so um, today is like the, the party lap for that back right molar. All right. It's going to be gone. So, like, next week's show, I'm going to be Toothless. <laughs> toothless Joe. What's up, everybody? Dude, you lost one tooth. Oh, the pain, the agony. Now, uh, my 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 f- one fear, and it, and they put that this fear in your head. I I almost feel like they do this yeah. on purpose. They're like, we know once you get one tooth pulled, it loosens up all the other teeth. Right. And I'm like, what's that mean? Like, all of a sudden, is it going to be just kind of like you're clackety clack when I talk? Like, yeah. is it going to be that kind of loose, or is it going to be <laughs> like, um, you know, like I- I'm middle aged. Yeah. I think I think I'm uh, it's time I start losing them. Yeah, you know it, it's got to be. Yeah, you know I'm not I'm not the best picture perfect as far as tooth health goes. Tooth, tooth health goes. <laughs> tooth health. Tooth health. I can't even see. Maybe maybe I won't be able to such a mush mouse when I lose that tooth because <laughs> my tongue's already fat enough already is from my mouth. And every once in a while, because there's like a little like a little point kind of thing on that yeah. tooth. So every once in a while, my back right side of my tongue will rub against it and it'll be like, eesh, eesh. <laughs> so maybe that'll be uh a little bit more, uh, have more room there. There you go. For that fat, fat tongue. tongue. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, my name is Don. Welcome to Geekhood. He's just talking, <laughs> talking with this permanent bit tongue kind of, you know, like when you bite your tongue, you kind of talk yeah. like this a little bit. <laughs> so next week, talk, talk like this. Hey, yeah, how you doing? Welcome to Geekhood. It's my tongue. <laughs> I bit my tongue three times. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. folks. This show is really just about me and, me and us. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm making head laughs. All matters. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah. So that's kind of. I mean, I don't think it's gonna. Like, I don't even know. Does it make your teeth looser? Or no. Oh, no. Is... I've gotten several teeth taken out. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, I never yeah. knew that. Oh yeah. I had a. Well, first it was my wisdom teeth because they I've... weren't packed, but they were back way back in like the early. 20s, my early 20s. <laughs> like the early 20s? The early 20s. Like, oh, you were. The 19th, I'm Roy, 1990s. <laughs> like, when everybody's swinging around, doing the Charleston, I was getting my teeth pulled. Yeah, see? No, no, no. <laughs> my uh, age of early 20s. Okay, gotcha. Yes. I got mine out earlier. I got mine in the late teens. Like okay. I was like 16, 17. It was the worst summer of my life, Ed. Worst summer of my life. That, that's the thing. Everybody, when I when I told them, everybody's like, oh, you're going to be drinking out of a straw. They're going to be. You know, uh, um, you know, blending all your food so you could drink, and then right. it's like, nope. After after like like two hours of heading home and relaxing, it was like, what do you want? I'm like, I want a pizza. You know, like, <laughs> I'm like, they're like, are you willing to try? I'm like, sure, why not? No problems. That's because the dopamine in me, <laughs> and by dopamine, I ain't just dope. <laughs> dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I had those taken out too when I was, like I said, a, a late teenager. Um, so I'm used to having that little back space, but this is actually my first like real, like out of the, I guess the 32 that you're supposed to have. It's like uh, I don't think that master right, but all right, whatever. I think it's I think 64. it's 30, 32 deep. I thought it was 64. Maybe it is 64. 32 on each side. Oh, Ed, God uh, damn it! <laughs> first Google search of the night. There you go. But I did have another tooth pulled a few years ago, and yet I have yet have loose teeth. So, okay. you know, I don't, I don't think, I think that fear is unfounded. And, you know, there you go. Maybe okay. if your development of your years, your former years of your mouth. Obviously, we're not the only people who figure who have this, this conversation because yeah. Google, as, as, part of, as soon as I 
started doing the search, typing in the search. It said, how many teeth do we have is the second most searched question. There you go. 32 teeth. All right. What? What? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> I said I wasn't sure. You know. 32 teeth. You have. Uh, <laughs> Don't take my word for anything I say. I mean, well, I just say well, things just to say things. Technically, I should only have 28. Uh-huh. Soon to be 27 because according to this. Um, okay, now you're going to learn something, folks. There you go. Geeksters, your source for basic knowledge. <laughs> If you want to, if you want to win in trivial pursuit of useless information, welcome to Geeksters. There you go. Um, you have eight incisors, four canines, eight premolars, and twelve molars, including four wisdom teeth. Okay. So if you, since you and I are both wisdom teeth less, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're both wisdomless. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I blame you for listening to this show. <laughs> we have twenty-eight teeth. Right. Well, I have 28, soon to be 27. Seven, yeah. How many do you have? Well, probably 27 now because, I, like I said, I had oh, okay. four wisdom teeth pulled and then another tooth was pulled a few years ago. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm one less than you right now. Oh, okay. But so as of tomorrow, we'll be the same. So right now, you're leading in the toothless area and I'm one tooth behind. That's right. So by as of tomorrow, I sure. will be tied with you in the, the teeth department. Right. All right. Let's get into a bar fight and get hit in the face. <laughs> no, because every time I get into a bar fight, the first thing I say is not the face. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens every once in a while. Huh. Just kind of go into a bar and go, just not the face. <laughs> They'll all look at me funny going, well, why? You know? <laughs> just saying. Just if anything gets out of control, just not the face. This is the moneymaker. <laughs> It's really the money shot. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's kind of my real big thing. I mean, I did catch up on some gaming. I did buy a new game that we'll talk about in the next episode or the next after commercial break. Yes. However you want to break it down. Next part of the Next show. part of the show. Yeah. Um, I did go to a movie this afternoon. You did? Yes, I did. All right. We'll find out where that uh, that falls on a little bit later in this particular hour. Yes. But apparently, on the way up, you seem to have a bone to pick with somebody. Well, I'm, no, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with start with my week a little bit. Thursday was apparently bring your kid to work day. Okay. Okay. And my my job, we actually have that. Like it seems like almost every few weeks, somebody brings a kid in because <laughs> of some reason their school was closed or you know makes sense. the makes person sense. was watching this this little child is not sick, so the the parent has to bring the kid in right, for a right, little right. while until somebody can pick them up. Uh, but this is act- Thursday was actually National Bring Your Kids to Work Day. So the owner of the company brought his son in. Nice, okay. nice kid, fourteen years old. You know, I was like, okay, great. Unfortunately, though, I think when you bring your kid to work day, it's more of like you know, like bonding between you know it should, the parent and the I, child. I always like now. I never had um, when growing up. I never had to bring bring your kid to work day. Yeah. But I did go to work with my dad on occasion just because I had nothing to do. He's like, hey, why don't you come to work with me? And I would help with inventories and stuff like that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, that inventory is because my dad works at a car dealership. It was just, here, count these screws. Right. You know, there's 10 of them. Okay, write that down. What's in there? Oh, it's 12 clips. Okay, put that in there. Like yeah. that's. So I never, and you and I don't have children, so it's not like I'm bringing my kid to my job or yeah. you're bringing your kid to your job. Right. But I do kind of. I always thought that bring your kid to work day was 
to show them what you do and what you do during the course of the day, but hopefully with the with the hopes that your kid would be interested in following in your footsteps in this particular field. Right. I think that probably if you go back, probably it's more of a more of a social experiment of hey, if your dad's a a, a, a metal worker. And you bring your kid to work. He sees you work in metal. It's it's like following like the family tradition of right. being a metal worker. Yeah. Um, nowadays, I don't know how viable that valuable that that bring your kid to school work day. You know. No, I mean because like I said, I I I've I've never really visited my father at work, but there was one time when I was going to school for computers, he had me come to his job and meet up with his boss. Okay. And it was basically to work on my interview schools. He had it. He started like, like a mock interviews, and, and he would ask me questions and how I'd answer it. And he would say, that was great. I, I liked your responsiveness. And this okay. So, work yeah. on that. so it was really, really good uh, learning from, from, from him. And All my right. dad's like, you know, that's why I want you to do this because, you know, I want you to succeed in life. And it was, you know, a good tool to, to do. Um, but like going back to you now my job, you know, right. and, you know, and it's, he, like I said, and, Right away, he brought him over to my my office and said, "You know, my son wants to build a PC." Right. You know. So right away, it's like I need you to watch my kid for me today. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. It. I didn't pick it up right at first, but after about you know, thirty forty minutes, I realized, like, wait, I'm stuck with him all day long. Like, oh crap! <laughs> now, how old was the kid? He was fourteen. All right. All he right. Was a very intelligent. Very intelligent uh, child or kid, a teenager, I guess I say. I would say he was fourteen years yeah. old. Teenager, yes. So he was he right away he started pulling PCs apart. We have all these spare parts PCs that we have. Was there this in the background? <laughs> no, but oh, okay. <laughs> so I thought he was knew knew what he was doing. So I kind of let him go on his own. Like you know, he was talking about RAM memory, hard drive. Oh, he was talking a good game. Yeah, he, someone Googled search. <laughs> exactly. You know, and I'm like, wow. You know, I was pretty impressed and. So after a while, he got stuck, and I'm like, well, how many PCs have you built? You know, like, <laughs> and he goes, this is my first one. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, oh, I hope this doesn't translate to me doing all the work. <laughs> uh, exactly, right? That was my head to calculate. I'm like, I got to do all the work. And so I figured, what's the fastest way from getting from point A to point B? Well, you know what? I have this broken machine. The only thing wrong with it is a bad hard drive. So all I have to do is replace this hard drive in this machine, and you can have this machine. Right. You don't have to worry about motherboards. You don't have to worry about cables. Right. You don't have to worry about power RAM. supplies, yep, exactly. RAM. Exactly. Just, all you got to do is put a hard drive in, and it's working. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we, we of course, though, the, the, the rule of the company is, in fact, is, is that any computer that leaves the facility, the hard drive has to be wiped. Oh, makes sense. Like sensitive material sure. in there. Sen- sensitive material. But it was kind of funny because I'm thinking – Words I'm, hurt. I'm telling, <laughs> I'm telling him this. And, of course, it's the owner's son that, right. you know, I'm telling his father's policy is that I can't let you leave this this place with a with a clean hard drive. I have to wipe it before. Right. Now, of the, being that, I, I, I had a way to do it, and I was able to wipe the hard drive. So now he's looking for an operating system to install. Right. Now, of course, corporations, we don't have an abundance of – it's like whatever comes with the machine is, is basically it. Yeah. You have the code. And that's, Unless you're like a Forbes five Forbes five hundred company, you're not sitting there going, "Hey, the latest." You don't have a, a tech guy who's going. This week we got to update all of this because new things out. Exactly. Most of it's like, 
whatever system you have on that computer is the one you're stuck with, and then trying to upgrade your system is like literally like pulling teeth. Waka waka. Okay. See how I go back to that? Because it, it is like, well, why do we need that? Because we do. It's important. Right. No, we can wait. You know, it's, yeah, it's, and, and, and that's and that's what it is. Like until the machine dies, and I have to buy a new one. Is basically when we upgrade. Right. And I think most corporations is the same. I, so way. I would you know, agree, unless, yeah. Like you said, like, unless you're a big corporation, you know. Yeah. We now need to run in Windows 10 because we <coughs> now develop have to develop applications in Windows 10 I, and blah blah blah. Especially since I think that the IT job is probably one of the hardest jobs to do when it comes to explaining what you do to laymen. Right. Because if you can talk tech with other technicians, it's like it, you go bing, bang, boom, but there's a flow. But the moment you talk to somebody who's in a position of power who knows nothing about computers, right away they think you're talking shit. Exactly. Like it is that you're just saying that just so I can spend money. Right. I have no idea what you're talking about. I hire you because you're supposed to know what you do, what you're doing. But when you tell me something that you need to do, right away I don't believe you. Right, and, and, and I could say this, like, unless you work for an IT corporation, we're the most hated department yes. in, any, in any corporation. They think because, you do nothing. Because we do nothing, and we spend money, and we don't make any money. That's that's, that's right. That's, there is no – they have no idea that the finances run on that computer system, which is based on my shoulders. So if, that, if I'm not here and that goes out, you guys are fucked. Yes. Yeah, I, I, but they just think that all you all you do right sit around a day is just fix email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes, exactly it. So he so we finally get that together. Now he's looking for an operating system. Of course, I don't have any like spare copies to right. You know, get grant him to have right because you're you're a PC company, so you deal with mostly 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 um, Windows. It's all Windows, right? So it's all, we're, it's, we're all Windows environment. So. He's right away. He, th- this kid has a very great drive. He was like, "Well, I'll just install Linux." Well, that's because he's fourteen, you yeah. know, and yeah. he's got no fear. And it was like, it was awesome to see that kind of like that that, that fire that yes. we had when we were fourteen. Yes, like when we were fourteen, we had to deal with basic, well, which I was, saying, I was ten space print. You know, like right. all those. And I, because I'm now going reminiscing to my days when I was twelve years old. Oh. I was I was building machines, and I was. Like programming at twelve right. years old, basic of course was the language of the time. Right. But yes, that was that that concept. Like, wow, this is great. So I'm like, well, obviously you never built a PC before, but you might install Linux. Like, you know, like that might be something that <laughs> that's, that's you know, complete. you might not be a hardware guy, but you might be a software guy. So sure. And he goes, no, you know, I overheard it on a YouTube channel like, <laughs> conversation about like video games, and and this guy was talking about Linux, like how fast it runs and. And I'm like, well, that's true. It's technically true. It one, one's a little bit better. It's open source. That means that anybody can develop something on Linux. Sure. So he downloads Linux. He like briefly reads an article, figures out how to like install it. Ah, the youth of today. And he 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 gets a like a little uh, uh, USB stick, and he starts doing it. And of course, it doesn't work. And then, you know, welcome to tech. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I said, like, IT, you know. Yeah, welcome to IT. Very rarely does it work the first time. So, of course, now I have to, like, do what he's doing, but he's very, he's very intelligent, but he's very impatient. His father's the same way. They're very, <laughs> very impatient. They want things done, like, right away. Like, uh, things should work, like, right away. I was going to say, well, the kid is 14. I don't remember me being very patient when I was 14 either, yeah. but, but I was. His... I was a very patient, very, because I knew, I understand computers then. I was like, yeah, you do one thing, but then there's, like, 
Oh, I just meant I was impatient in life. Just like anything I did, I was like, I want it now. Yeah. Let me fix it now. Why is it working now? Right. I'm not like, I'm not as patient as, like, I'm really patient now. But when I was a kid, it was like, what do you mean this didn't work? What the fuck? And I would take, yeah, yep. you'd get frustrated. Yeah. You'd just get that, like, rage almost. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, stepped in and I read the article and I'm like, oh, you need to do this. This, this is what you're missing. I missed the, you missed these steps. And I, Basically installed the Linux for him. I mean, this installation doesn't on. You just pretty much start like the yeah, startup. Now, and nowadays, it's like, hey, put this in, hit bing, 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 enter. Oh, look, it works. Yeah, it's, it's I, like its own magic. Right. So he got Linux installed, and I'm like, well, how much of Linux do you know? He goes, I've never, never ran it before, and I'm like, <laughs> never had one lesson. <laughs> so I'm like, good luck with that. And I'm like, it's five o'clock. I'm out here. It's my day done. I'm leaving. One thing your dad never told you about: bring your dad, bring your kid to work day. Five o'clock, everybody else is out of here. <laughs> so I mean, he took it home, and hopefully he's uh, working on. You'll it. find out tomorrow. Yeah, I'm sure. He'll be like, uh, "Ed, um, just so you know, that could be, he'll, it'll actually be on your desk." And it'll be like, "My kid couldn't get this thing to work. Couldn't get it on the internet is basically what it would be. Like, figure right. out how to get it on the internet. Yeah, translation. I need you to finish it for him. Right. So basically, you helped him. Build a computer for yourself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's inspired me. Actually, like, oh about no! This week, so I'm actually going inspiration to... by of a 14 year old. Yeah, that's right. I, we have all these old laptops at work, and I'm going to like like uh, uh, commandeer one and actually put Linux on it and start. Oh, look working. at you! Because yeah, I'm thinking, you know what? I I know enough. I mean, like, I've I've used Linux about you or Unix actually at the time, like 20 years ago. And I want to kind of get back to it because I'm I'm doing that now in terms of for websites and web development and uh, 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 just doing you know getting viruses off our websites. You have to right. go through the Unix way to do it. So it'd be great to have a tool that I can constantly. You are a tool. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to constantly keep using that, so that way I refresh myself and learn more and and, and gain an intelligence in terms of computers for that. Okay. So, All right. But that's that's the good side of of what that was the, the good day. This past weekend uh-huh. on Comedy Central, oh boy, Chris Hardwick had a new special come out. Oh, I'm so glad I missed this. <laughs> All right, but not only did he have a special, but apparently he was running ads. Like he was sitting in a chair. He's got the smoking jacket, like the little fireplace on the side. You know, like the old like leather, you know, chair. Like the, um, uh, what do you call it? Masterpiece theater exactly. kind of look. Yes, exactly. But he have like a, a pipe. No, he didn't have a pipe, oh, but okay. you know. But he he picks he selected all the shows that were going on during that weekend. Okay. I, don't, I don't know how true that was. Okay, but... okay, right. So it was like, oh, now I've uh, welcome to Comedy Central, where today we're going to be presenting Key and Peele, episode seven. Yeah, one of my personal favorites. Right. If you like Nazi humor, you know, one of those things, like kind of like that. Yeah, so I mean, really? I mean, I mean, Damn, I'm pretty, good. Pretty close. I mean, uh, it wasn't exactly that, but, but I'm on those same lines. Line. Yes. So, uh, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a Comedy Central watcher, and I, I you sure. Know, and and I've seen his other special, he had Mandroid, uh, 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 a couple years ago okay. that, that he did that was on Comedy Central, and now he's a new one. I forget the name of it, and I'm not gonna look it up, so I'm not even gonna bother. I'm, I didn't even bother. Okay. When, see, the moment you mentioned Chris Hardwick, I kind of. I'm more and, like, and granted, hey, whatever. I granted, a part of this could be the fact that I'm jealous of of, of Chris Hardwick because of where he is in terms of 
life. With his, his career? His career. You know, I mean, like, granted, I'm not making this a career choice. I, I, I Okay, I'm, I'm going to put your mind at ease. Don't worry, because I guarantee you every night he cries himself to sleep going, what? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. That, I'm getting to that oh, in, in, in a moment. Right. You know, I was just building this up a little I'm per, bit. I'm, I'm, per, I'm, I'm, I'm telling the future a That's little bit. Right. Chris Hardwick, you see him everywhere now. Now he's the voice, pretty much the face of Comcast. Like he was... is the voice of fucking nerds. That shit pisses me off. We see now. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. See, I'm see, like, see how right quickly? Away. See how quickly you can get into the anger of this? Right, right away. You but just right, went. Right, right. Put my got two buttons. Two buttons. Chris Hardwick. Range. <laughs> I'm 14 again. Roar! Roar! This right. doesn't work. But. He is now, because he has a show on Comedy Central at midnight. Yes. He has the Talking Dead shows yes. on AMC. He has. He's got two of them. He I has the Nurse.com, which is a YouTube channel that he's run with right. all these shows with all these semi famous people or famous people. C great uh, um, celebrities. Yeah, some yeah. are, you know, a little bit more, some are a little less, depending on, right. you know, which. Depends on whose dick he sucks that day. Exactly. All right. Um. So, you know, see, so you. Chris Hardwick is easy to find. Yes, yeah, you could... You could change the channel and you'll see Chris Hardwick's face eventually. It will just pop up and you're going, who is this douchebag and why am I watching him? We've talked about on this show where there was a moment in time where I did like Chris Hardwick because he did the Gadget Prime on G4. Yes. And I found out a long time ago that I was like, oh, Talking Dead, I I like Chris Hardwick, I think. And then the more I got exposed to Chris Hardwick, the more I realized... You can only take him in small, bite-sized pieces. Exactly. And after after 15 minutes, I want to punch him right in his square in his jaw. I feel the same way. <laughs> I, there, there is there. I, there is no way to sugarcoat this. There is no way to politically say it correctly. No, <laughs> I can't stand the guy. And the reason why is because I'm not going to watch 15 minutes of his of his of his show and go. Oh, I can't stand the fucker. Click. I'm moving on. Right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the full mile. I'm gonna watch the. You're whole. going the full the full Chadwick. Right. Hardwick. So, You're going full the full Hardwick. Full, full Hardwick. So I watched the Mandroid because they play play that on Friday. I watched Mandroid sure. again. I saw it before and I saw it again and I didn't laugh once. Well, did you laugh the first time you saw it? No. Okay, so I figured, so, I figured maybe I got a little older, maybe I got a little more mature in my. You know, I, do, I, we, I, I love we, to laugh, we, as everybody knows. <laughs> week after week, I laugh at you all week long. <laughs> yeah, you laugh at me is the key phrase, yes. not with me, but that's all right. Um, I laugh with you sometimes, sometimes, yes, but mostly to laugh at you. Uh, yeah, and you, you are kind of in the in the comedic range. Now, I like. I want to throw a disclaimer out there first, okay? Just because uh, before you get on your rant, because I have no idea what you're going to say, I don't want people to think that. We're talking shit about him in order for him to think someone go, hey, there's a show, like to try to get right on the coattails of his fame by slamming him. Right. I could give a shit if he's famous or not. I, I, I mean, okay. You know, all right. And I, because I, I do want to say this. I do want to say this. He is a lucky man. Sure. He, you know, I, I would love to be in his shoes and some of the things. Like, I would love to be the voice of, of, of Comcast. Sure. To do commercials for them. You know, like if we were popular enough, I'd love to see us do kind of like a little thing for Comcast <laughs> just to make some money. I'm not saying right, you know, right, I, right. I like I'm supporting Comcast 100. percent I'm just saying that like to get a deal like that, it's got to be pretty lucrative. Most of his career seems to be based upon, hey, we need a guy who can talk, who who's a nerd that's not Kevin Smith, right? You know, who else is there? And oh, he's a comic, and we saw him on TV a few times, and. Let's make him the voice of all nerd dumb and geekdom. 
because anything that's cool right now, he's going to be involved in. And I, I really, I really, I really want to laugh. I really did. I, 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 I enjoy comedy. I love. That's why I watch Comedy Central. I was being tickled with feathers while I was watching it. Yeah. You know, Not once did I laugh. I mean, like, I really needed to be pressured to do this. So I watched his new special. I was pressured to do this. Did I like, say pressured? Yes. That's, <laughs> like, like you were tied to a chair, like in Clockwork Orange, I felt like where I, you had the things pried over I your eyes. I feel like I was pressured to watch the whole episode <laughs> because after like a half, twenty minutes, half hour. I kind of just, I really wanted to turn it off. I actually changed the channel during commercials because I wanted to watch something else. Hoping it's something with Khalid. We cleaned the palate a little bit, you know, right. because it was just too much. But there was a, there was a moment that, like, you saw, like, you, like, if you watch his specials, you'll get to see the real Chris Hardwick. Oh, yeah. He, he, he will tell you who he is. And I, I like, if, if I saw Chris Hardwick in a bar, I would not have a drink with this man. Okay. And I'm just going to say that. All right. Because. He is a parrot, like I'm paranoid. I know I'm paranoid, and I, you know, if if you don't know this by now, I am. I am a paranoid person, but I, I think I have be- improved upon that in the last couple of years, especially doing the show. Oh uh, yeah, I yeah. Think I, I'm, not, I'm still a little paranoid. It's, that's never going to go away. I, I've had to kind of talk you off the ledge from time to time, going, dude, relax. Yeah, and, no and, and I've calmed down and I let go, and I'm like, you know, this is the show, and this is how we're doing it, and that's it. It's fine. I'm happy with it. But watching him, like. He was saying, like, he actually mentions the fact that, like, as yeah, guys, I know people say, like, I'm the kind of guy, like, oh, we can't all get along, all nerds, like Star Trek fans. Oh, so he's heard my shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right away, I'm like, oh my god, he's fucking heard us, like, (laughs) because that's what I said every time. It's like, hey, this is cool. I'm cool. You're cool. Let's all be cool. I'm like, oh my god, he fucking listens to us. Like, I got paranoid all over again. I'm like, oh my god, fucking Chris Hardwick heard us. (laughs) <laughs> he, he's heard our shtick. I'm like, oh my god. He goes, I get it. He goes, I understand. Like, not everything is like that way. And he, and that's what he says. Like, he's like, I'm the kind of guy though that like, if if I go like, I'm on Twitter and I go, hey, where's a good place to get donuts here in San Francisco? And it goes, fucking, uh, 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 oh fuck, his name. <laughs> I can't think of the comedian's name now. The, the guy who was also on Comedy Central. Uh, Daniel Tosh. Okay. Daniel Tosh is the uh, is much funnier than you. Okay. You yeah. You right. Know? Right. Goes, I can go with that. Sure. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, he's like, you know, he's. I get it. You know, he goes, you know, like some comedians are funnier than I am. And blah blah blah. Right. And, and everybody considers me like the the, the harmless lesbian looking comedian. I, I would say if I if 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 Chris Hardwick were to die today, on his tombstone would just be written overexposure. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah because it seems like though if you can't if there's no way that you can turn around without seeing his image or his voice or his show you're being overexposed you become as bad as a, a kardashian well that's the thing like last weekend daniel tosh had a comedy special right i laughed I mean, daniel know, tosh is fucking funny, funny right again he's showing now he's showing daniel tosh's show before his show he's like the opening well, guest, like right. in a way, his episode was like because oh, because he knows he fully well knows that Daniel Tosh pulls in better numbers than Chris Hardwick ever will. So why not get? It's a good lead-in. You get they do that on TV all the time. Right. They have a great show. They put it on first, and hopefully people are either too stoned or too lazy to change the channel, and then there you're forced to watch whatever shows next after that. Right. And unfortunately, it's the Chris Hardwick Comedy Hour. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm watching Daniel Tosh, and I granted, like I watched last weekend, I watched it again this weekend, I laughed again because sometimes you watch, you can watch a show and laugh, piss yourself laughing, and then watch sure. the guy go, yeah, it wasn't really the funny the second time around, right, right. But I still laughed, like there were still moments that was like, you know, because Daniel Tosh has shock value to some. Yes, of his he does. Yes, but I still laugh at it. You know, sure, it's funny. So watching Chris Harwick, it was just like, uh, like, like I actually started falling asleep. That's how bad it was. Wow, like, was like, what it, time was this show? Eight on? o'clock. Eight o'clock. No, ten o'clock. I'm sorry. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. All right. Well, now I start. I start dozing <laughs> off around twelve thirty one o'clock. In the okay. Morning, so, you know? so Chris Hardwick was kind of like your ambient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, how did this guy get it? Like a sp- like like that's what that's what thing. It's like it's like if he could get it, why can't we? Like, <laughs> well, okay. Before you start doing the whole "I can't we" thing, it's it does become who you know. What you do, and it's not like he's an open overnight success. I mean, we know from watching, you know, him on. on he's been on for years. He's yes. been on for years, so it just seems to be like he, it's the right place, right time. Whenever something you know hits, it hits hard. And and like, look, I if we if if let's say somehow someone's listening right now, going those guys they should be famous, and we start getting famous, you'll see me ch- chucking and jiving the entire way, going ha. Do you like whores? Welcome to the chicken ranch. <laughs> I, I, I would be, I, I mean, I, I might lose a little integrity, just a little. I won't go full Hardwick, but I mean, I'd definitely be full like, I, I definitely would be like, all right. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> Exposure. I'm like, because we just said her exposure. I'm like, I don't get it. And then as soon as you said I go for I'm like, oh my god, exactly. now I get it. <laughs> it would. De- I mean, I want to be like, hey, new Geeksters Oreos. Like, it would. It, like, I would at least try to do stuff that I at least believe in. Like, hi, I, you won't see me going. Well, this pan is non-stick. Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> I can fully expect to see Chris Hardwick on an uh, info commercial selling the latest in nerd products. Like I guarantee you if the game show, if the game show network, if the, if the home shopping network has like a line of superhero stuff, they want to sell. He would be the first guy going, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't care what it's at two, eight, two, two to 4 AM. I don't care. Live. I don't care. I don't need sleep. I don't need sleep. Cause it's cool. And I, I want to do it. I want to do it. I wanna, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me, I, please, 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 please. Okay, Chris Hardwick, you got the job. Yeah. Yes. You know, and then someone goes at 4 o'clock in the morning going, I can't get rid of can't. Why can't I fucking get rid of this guy? <laughs> you know? Like, does, is is he, did he... Like, right now, Satan's got to be going, relax. He's only got a couple, few more years left on his contract, and he's mine. You know? Like, <laughs> he's the kind of guy that you kind of feel like, because of how overexcited he is and how happy it is to be here, whenever he's on camera... The moment that those doors close, he's got to be crying in, in the shower, naked, well, say, he, weeping of going, I sold my soul to this. This is what I, this is what I get. <laughs> I don't even like comic books anymore. I don't get a chance to read the things I love that I talk about. I don't have time to do because I sold my soul to the devil to be exposed on television and radio. 
is a gap. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, after that, I'd be like, how do you go on? I mean, but the thing for me is when I when I saw this special, I'm thinking, and, and people are laughing. And I mean, sure, people. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that he. And I'm like, I'm like, I guess he's not my kind of comedy. Comedy subjective. Some and, people find us funny. Some people don't. Some but people... I'm thinking this should be like along my like radar. Like, like sure. it's it's nerd comedy. Like, yeah. I understand the references he's making. Like, like yes, and sure. that's you know that's that should be the the kind of it. And I'm like, wow, like I know what he's talking about, and I just don't find it funny because I don't think he. I think I deliver lines better than he does. Okay, I really do. I, I mean, like, I'm not no, saying no, I'm no. not great I'm, at it. I'm, no, I'm laughing at your confidence. I'm like, yes, you know what you do because I kind of think that way too. Because like Chris Hardwick to me seems like the Jerry Seinfeld of nerds. Do you ever notice how Spider-Man has to shoot a web? It goes flip. Why doesn't he go thwack? You know, it it seems like. <laughs> What's the deal with Iron Man's armor? Well, can't he just stick with one kind of style? Why does he need forty-seven iron suits? Can't you just stick with one? I've been wearing the same underwear for a week. You don't see me doing anything wrong, like. <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal with stan lee i love the guy and all but all these cameos is it the same stan lee or are we looking at stan lee's on parallel worlds Ooh, work with me <laughs> okay all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but i mean it, it, like he's he's just so quick on stuff like he just breezes over certain things. I'm thinking now there should be a pause here. Like like that now I'm like like actually no, now editing you, now his you're show. Like, going... like like how do how would I like deliver this line? You know like you know I'm thinking he needs to do a voice here or, or you know something. <laughs> you know give it give it a little that little umph. You know like I've been doing 185 podcasts. <laughs> this is how I would do it. <laughs> I'm thinking and I'm like I know I'm not really as funny as like i think i am like i i think i'm uh, you hilarious know, it, you know and i and I, i'm like i know sometimes i'm not like i've i've said stuff and it's just like it's going south so fast it's like <laughs> let me just walk away right now <laughs> <clears throat> but that's the beauty of comedy sometimes you hit sometimes you miss and it's more of a when you miss own it yeah like don't be like oh gosh darn guys i missed i'm sorry own it man yeah. up to it and you, you accept it and that's what makes you more likable right okay but but to me it was like like he just the way he was he was just like firing just firing one off one after another right. like like he would get a laugh and he would stop for a moment just to get that laugh and i'm like it wasn't a strong laugh so i'm gonna keep going yeah it's like you know i'm just gonna keep going i'm, I'm gonna keep rifling this out just just constantly line after line until you go <laughs> right and i would like flip out about it and it's like he never got that moment, you know. It was just it's... it was a lot of chuckle, let a lot a lot of laughs like this. <laughs> exactly, exactly it. It was, was like observational humor laughs. Yes, like oh, you're right. I do notice that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then he's like, well, yeah, yeah. And then this, and then and then this. And did you ever notice this? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, and then it's just, that just it just stops, and you're. You're like, and then he rifles right away. Like he knows, like that's it. Like, he's, he's he not... knows when the laughter is going to end. 
Like he actually know, like he must know. Like I guess of all oh, the that's time years he's done of training com- and stuff. comedy, doing all the stand up, he knows when it's ending, so he he goes right into it. Like I would be like waiting for the laughter in and go, really? That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> ah, I'm standing up here sweating my nuts off, <laughs> and you just give me a ha ha titter. That was guffaw material, people. This is my best stuff. This should be. This shit's going on TV. Do you know how long I had to work on this on the shitty circuit just to get these are the strongest laughs of my career that's good enough to be filmed on television? Wow. Because that's how they work. Yeah, yeah. They 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 pick they go and they do because that's how Daniel Tosh does. That's all, all the really good comedians do it. They work out the kinks of their show for their special on the road. They go from place to place, working out and find out where the laughs are, how to tweak it here, how to tweak it there. And then hopefully when that big moment comes, when you are on television, you're filming in front of a studio audience or a live audience or whatever the club is, that's supposed to be your strongest material where the laughs should be almost uproarious, where it's kind of like you have to you have to pause just so you can be heard. But that's that but that's the thing for me. It's just like I don't think Chris Harwick does that because I mean with all his the shows, the, the 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 at midnight that he does. I'm like, I mean, how many episodes does he sh- does he shoot of that? You know, like, right. And then of course, like once you do that, then of course it's like the the, the nerdist.com. I'm sure he's overseeing. Different I'm sure there's are probably going, he's you know, and got at his least... podcast that he runs on his show. I'm sure he's well, he hosts and he does. I don't right. mean he probably does. He probably does less than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I find that hard to believe. He probably sits down in front of a mic and. Just talks. Oh, 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 you mean, okay, all right, now. Okay. No, no, like, less than I do. Like, as yeah. far as, like, he sits down, he talks, and then that's about it. Like, everybody else. I mean, you bring material to the to the floor. Yeah. But sometimes so do I. Yes. You know, I don't think he, his show's more reactive. He's more reactive than proactive. Right. I've noticed on, on, on the shows that he does. He'd rather surround himself by funnier people to make himself look just as funny going look how cool i am because i know these people these great funny people and you overlook his mediocreness right yeah that's all right I, I, you know what I, I, i'm actually done talking about him you I, sure I, let's move Come on because I, I it's it just it's <clears throat> every time i i think about him i'm like you know he's I, i'm not i'm not I'm I'm more angry at the fact that he's the luckiest son of a bitch in the world <laughs> you know i mean let's let's face it i mean like he's doing something that like well, anybody... it's nothing. It's it really it's he plays with GI Joes or Transformers, reads comic books, watches these movies, and like now he's yeah. People like, knows his people know his name. Yeah, but like I said, I think with with that much exposure, and this is in all honesty, I fully one hundred percent believe this. The people who are overexposed like that are probably some of the most miserable people behind closed doors. There's no way that he can honestly sit there and, and fall asleep at night going, I did a good job. Because he always seems because he always seems to be out to make everybody happy. And that the more you try to make other people happy, the more miserable you become because you lose focus on what makes you happy. You know, and I just kind of feel like that that at, at night when those when the lights are off, he sits at home going, I don't know, I, I don't I don't even think he even likes his company because he doesn't even know who he is anymore. But you know, it's the the uh, the sad side of comedy. Yeah, you know, you, any of and you can tell this any any good comic will tell you that good comedy is based from most good comedian comedians are based. There's some sort of pain behind that laughter, mm-hmm. and I just feel like Chris Hardwick is is that 
that guy. I wouldn't be surprised if one day you find out Chris Harwick died of a heroin overdose. Really, I'm not surprised. <laughs> he shot him, put a shotgun himself. He did it with he did it with a shotgun, but that's okay. It was painted like a lightsaber. Like you know, <laughs> he was a nerd to the end. You know. <laughs> All right. All right. So anyway, um, well, I mean. We did go. I did go to the movies. Yes. Well, you, I did come over to the house Thursday. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. I brought. Yes, con man. Yes, and by con man we mean con man because uh, convention man didn't sound as cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the tagline <laughs> is. And it? it is Alan Tudyk's um, basically passion. We project. talked about this in the past where yeah. there was a uh, uh, Kickstarter pro uh, campaign. I think it was Kickstarter. Yep. Yep. That uh, he was producing these episodes and he wanted the fans to you know see what he would get. I guess from the fans and see if they wanted basically to see if he would they would see it. I I think more more than contributing but everybody contributed they, well, to yeah this. it was they wanted to had a, a goal in mind and they meet that goal in like two or three days and kept going to be at the point to make more episodes they were like look we just need this much for this this many this many six episodes you yeah were it was six me? episodes yeah. and if we the more money we get the more episodes that we can do and he wound up being able to get to fund basically not only 13 episodes but also they launched a comic book there's a video game you know like it's called con man the video game where you actually make your own convention. It's kind of like one of those, like, farm field kind of games. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it's him, and he wound up getting him and Nathan Fillion, you know, cause, and it's it's kind of a, a satire on their careers, in a way. He, you know, they were on a failed, or a, a sci-fi show that was canceled too quickly, you know, and that one of them rose to... Fame, basically, stardom, yeah. to stardom, while yeah. the other one didn't, yeah. or has a nice mediocre success, but is beloved by fans. Yeah. So he goes to these conventions, and he has he hates science, he hates sci-fi, he hates the people, he loves the people, but he also hates them, and it's this great like little satire on the whole community of of the cons, con. But he, you know, he gets his friends, he gets his family, he gets he mostly got his friends in the business. Like, there's one point where. Anybody who was ever on Firefly makes an appearance on this show. You know, Felicia Day is on that show yeah. as a great character. You know, because she, because some people are themselves, like Sean Astin is himself. Yes. Um, Nolan North is not himself, but he's just as funny, as, you know, as the character he plays. Felicia Day is not Felicia Day. She plays his assistant yeah. who has the uncanny ability to dress exactly like him at any given moment, no matter if she I, was I, a normal. I, I, I laugh myself sick because... There was a scene in the show where he gets up. He it was a drunk bender that he was on the night before. And he gets up and like he's just I think in his shorts or something. He puts a pair of pants on. Yeah, he puts on a shirt. And he can't put it on right. And his one sleeve is he's is is his neck. His one arm is sticking out of in his head, and then he was wearing a shirt. Right, it's definitely like an off-the-shoulder kind yeah. of long-sleeve shirt. Shirt, and he opens the door, and there she is. The same way, like uh-huh. Lou just did this, and now she knocks <laughs> the door with two cups of coffee, <laughs> and she looks exactly the way he's dressed. I was like, "That is so brilliant! Like that's a that is, is a great it is comedy, a great routine. joke." Um, so yeah, we brought that over. We watched the whole thing. I loved it. I thought it was great. I gotta be honest. Towards the end, I started getting like I felt like I started to get a little um, fatigue because I was we were, we were binge watching all thirteen episodes. Yeah. So towards the end, I was like, still enjoying it, but it was definitely like a. Okay, when's this gonna be over? Because I kind of feel like it's the joke is starting to wear thin for me a little bit. You know, I can't wait for the next season. I, I mean, I thought I, th- I, 
I mean, I didn't have the same feeling you did. I mean, I, I laughed the whole the whole. I don't time. know. I I laughed, but there was there was like I said a general fatigue from laughing so much for so long that there's that moment where you're just going. <sighs> All right, one more. All right, let's yeah, go. Yeah, like yeah. But I mean, I I because it's not it, they're only like ten minute episodes. Yeah, they're ten minutes. Yeah, piece. So, so it's like a an hour and it was two actually, hours and ten minutes. Yeah, two hours and yeah, two hours and thirteen episodes, ten minutes apiece. Yeah, okay, it's uh, it's uh, one hundred and thirty minutes. Yeah, okay, about two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, give or take a few. Yeah, all right. But anyway, uh, but it it was it was neat just to see because I really feel like that is pretty accurate on what like the the the, the celebrities that we get at conventions are. Yeah, you know, I mean, like to us, they're icons. They're they're immortalized because. We see the show and we watch the show over and over again. Like I can imagine, like the Star Trek cast. Like, oh you know, God, yeah. You know, like just being over, over and over. It doesn't matter what Star Trek character or, or actor yeah. that you're talking about. I mean, they're all the pretty much once they get lumped into that Star Trek universe. Once you once yeah once something hits as big as that, you get into, you get propelled into this this fandom that you're forever you're never going to die. Right. That character is never going to die because right now, they're... and that actor can never do anything else. Like, sometimes, yes, sometimes it's very hard for them to break free of who they are. Yeah, I think nowadays it's a little easier, but yeah, but back in our day, you know, like look at look at Adam West. Yeah. Once he got done being Batman, he couldn't find a job anywhere. Right. You know, so yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, it's got to be, it's got to suck. Like, could you imagine you and I going to a convention and them going, "Hey, yeah, yeah, do that thing about Chris Hardwick. That was funny." Yeah. Uh, Talk about My Little Pony. Yeah. Uh, uh, put the lotion in the basket. That was funny. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I, I can't. Why not? Because I forgot it. Like, I, once I said <laughs> it, it's done. It's a momentary done. thing. Give us something new to throw us something new to talk about. That we make fun <laughs> of. You come to whose line it is it anyway of uh, podcast. There you go. Yo, give us something. We'll riff. Come on. Let's riff, Ed. Let's riff. <laughs> That's what they want. You know, and, 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 and like I said, though, for the like, like I can imagine that's what it's like. Where That'd be, yeah. they, they, they're, they're, they want to see the fans. They're, they're gracious, but every time you hear like "I loved you" and you know, as you know, this character over yeah. and over again, you really changed my life. And it's like you probably hear, I imagine, like hearing those inspirational stories, like the the first like hundred times that you. There's, it's not like one person was inspired. There was like a thousand. Right. You know? Like for everybody who goes, dude, I loved you in that thing, man. You were awesome. You were rocked. For every hundred of those, there's got to be at least one going, dude, you know what? I was in the darkest point of my life, and your show helped me pull me out of that darkness into the light, and now I was able to straighten. The love I have for your show knows no bounds because it helped me get my life back together. Right. I quit drinking on your, off of your show. I quit doing drugs off of your show. I got, I found, got, put myself out, out of the stupor and got a job. And now I, I can afford to come see this thing so I can shake your hand and go, thank you for helping me. Right. And you're like, oh my God, this is why I do this. The next guy's like, dude, man, you were fucking awesome in this thing. It was great. <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, oh. Yes. Like, you signed my shirt, man. You know, versus the the inspiration, it's gotta suck. It's yeah. gotta be like, this is this yeah. New... I know you like me. That's why you're fucking here. You know, yeah. like, inside, and then you go, you know, move on. And I, and I, dude, when you go do the movie, man, when you go do the movie, man, come on, man, when you go do the movie, you know, is there gonna be a Star Trek? There was. Yeah, come on, man. You be come on, Captain Kirk, one more time. Come on, man. Yeah, like, no, I don't want to do it <laughs> unless you pay me. An exorbitant amount of money. 
Uh, but anyway, I, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I um, recommend it. If you can find a copy, go check uh, it it's, out. It's easy. I can tell you right where to go right now. All right. Um, I think it's conman.com. I think. <laughs> I, think. <laughs> I think. I think. I think it's that. I'm not sure, though. Let me see here. Let's... Uh, okay. Well, you got a couple places. You can go to vimeo.com. That's uh-huh. uh, it's the video on demand. Yes. Okay. You can go there. You can get the show on iTunes. Okay. Because at the whole duration, I'm sorry, Ed, is two hours and 44 minutes. Wow, all right. All right. There we go. Um, so, yeah, you can, you can buy That's all. That's why it seemed a lot longer. Yes. <laughs> you can buy all the episodes for fourteen ninety nine, or I actually went to, um, let's see if, they're, if I can find the, their particular website. I bought it right from their website. Uh-huh. It was $30, and it was both the DVD and the Blu-ray combo yeah. pack. So uh, I'm going to go here. Here's their Indiegogo thing. Let's see. Uh, um, Ed, buy time. Come on. I'm trying to. Well, as you're looking for this, you know, I mean, it, there, there were some extras, too. That was that was neat. We didn't really get into too much of it, only because it, by the time it was over, we watched the bloopers of it, and it was, it was enjoyable as well. Uh, but they, they not, you're just not just getting the show. That's, that's really what I'm getting at with this whole thing. I mean, you, you kind of get the behind the scenes of what was going on. and Yeah, there's also like a the, nice little um, thank you from him to say, like, look, this, wasn't for, it, this would not exist if it wasn't for you, the people who put it into it. Right. Uh, let's see. Okay, here you go. It is store.conmantheseries.com. Well, if you, go to con, if you go to Facebook, go type in Conman. Yeah. Their Facebook page will come up, and it's, it's actually yeah, it it's, gives you gives you where to buy it, and you, you can go from there. Yeah, their homepage. I mean, you can Google it; you can definitely find it. Yeah, it's C O N space M A N. Yes, and uh, it was funny. It was we laughed. There was there was a lot of different, especially a lot of the, the actors that were in it. You'll you'll notice some uh, famous actors. You'll notice in, famous people. A lot of sci fi famous people. I thought it was many. Uh, who played his uh, agent? Oh, I was just thinking you're going to make me look. Uh, but she was hilarious through the whole thing. She was in the Austin Powers movies. and uh, I'm pulling up the, uh, what do you call it, the, 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 the cast. Because, like, like I said, there are people who, Mindy Sterling, Sterling, she played Bobby. Right. I mean, and she was great through the whole series. Of this. You just laughed, you know, because the way she was. And For those people going, I don't know the name, she was... Um, What's her name? She was in the Austin Powers movie. She played. Uh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I was drink looking... everybody. I can't remember another name. <laughs> guzzle, guzzle. Jeez, how you're far, welcome. How far back does this go? Ah, <laughs> uh, she's been in a shit ton Good of stuff. Shit yep. ton of stuff, man. When did uh? Ooh, ooh. Austin, uh, early two thousand, late, late. Um, yeah, I mean, Austin Powers. She was Frau Fabricita. Yes. You know, she was. Uh, uh, she basically wanted to be in Scott Evil's mom. Yes. You know, um, let's see. Amy Acker's in it. She played Dawn. Henry Rollins is in it. Lisa uh, Lapriria, she's in it. Allison Hayslip's in it. Yes. From since, since we're talking G four. Yes. You know the the cast is phenomenal. And it's Casper Van Dien plays a, a guest from from Star Trooper fame. He plays a bartender, but he's the bartender in every bar in yeah, this every show. Every scene, there's a bar. He's the bartender. 
And even they, even Alan Tudyk makes a joke as he's drunk. He's like, "You look like that guy in that other bar." Yeah, you know, it's very, very, very funny show. I definitely, definitely recommend it. Now let's go from funny TVs, funny Indiegogo campaigns, to funny movies. Ed, funny movies. Let's see where the funny movies landed on the top five movies. Yes, let's Ed. Tell us what came in at number five. The number five movie was the number three movie of last week. Barbershop, the next cut, it made $6.1 million over the weekend and 44.7 overall in the three weeks in release. Okay. Uh, number four was a new release, Mother's Day. It made $8.3 million over the weekend. That kind of, yeah, that's one of those, uh, hey, it's a holiday coming up. Let's make a movie about it. All right. The number three movie was also a new release, Keanu. It made $9.3 million <laughs> Over the weekend, and it has a budget of fifteen million dollars. Fifteen million dollars yes. for that movie? I can see that. fifteen million well spent. We'll get to that. Let's finish up the. All right, the number two movie was the number two movie of last weekend. It was the Huntsman: The Winter's War. Or Winter's War. It made nine point three point nine point three nine million over the weekend, and thirty three point nine overall in the one hundred fifteen million dollar budget. One hundred fifteen million. Yes. And it's only made how much total so far? Thirty three. Thirty three point nine. Once again, proving. If- Chris Hemsworth's not wielding a hammer. No one gives a shit. Right. Axe does not count. An axe does not count. It looks like a hammer. Doesn't count. No. Does he have the long, flowing, long, flowing blonde hair? Nope. Yeah. Doesn't count. Well, he has a long hair, but. I don't know. I think it was short. No, it's long. It was? It's just put back in a place. Oh, sorry. And the number one movie was the number one movie of last week, The Jungle Book, 2016. Not that one, no. $42.4 million over the weekend and $252 million overall in the three weeks of release. In the jungle. And that had a $175 million budget. So, All right, uh, so I saw Keanu did you now? today. Uh, yeah, I was actually looking forward to seeing it. Really? Yeah, because it looked funny. It, it does. I'm not... I'm not, not uh, I am not... Disproving that it was funny because obviously you were going to tell me it's funny, but the reason why I just I don't see you as somebody with like for Keanu, I just don't see really. That. Yes, well, come curious for all the action movies and, and science fiction movies that you go. I see. appreciate good comedy. Yeah, and I and I don't you understand, but like kid movies, like I just didn't think this is not a kid movie. Okay. Oh, this is so not a kid movie. Kitten, kitten. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Like cats. Um, the kitten is. <laughs> is a, a really small factor in the entire movie. Really? I mean, it is based about Keanu, the kitten. Yes. But it f- unfolds into this bigger thing because what happens is, is okay, the kitten Keanu, the kitten starts off in a gang territory and like this this thing, and there's these two guys come in, long cloaks. I'm the first one to start with saying, the movie is fucking funny. Yeah. It's stupid funny. It's not like highbrow comedy. It is... Literally, like it's Keenan and Peel funny. Yes, it, it is like they took uh, they took one of their skits and elongated it into like an hour and a half movie, and it worked because of what they did with it. They took the cat starts off, and I'm not going to spoil much. I'm just going to kind of give you the beats and the reason why the where the kitten plays in. Um, drug dealer gets raided by these two guys in trench coats, kind of like, I'm going to say Boondock Saints kind of looking guys. Uh, you don't really see their faces except their long hair, and they've got trench coats on, and but they're doing like Matrix-style flips, and they, they shoot the place up. Shoot the place up. And Keanu, it, well, the kitten, is actually there. It's the guy's cat. 
know, and there's this whole like slow. They do a lot of funny scenes with slow motion because the cat's trying to run away. He's running away, and there's like stray bullets hitting the ground next to it. Almost makes the cat look like it's an action hero. It is hysterical. There's this cute little well, I mean, kid. We laugh. My wife and I laugh hysterically at the the trailer. I mean, you see the one scene. There's a cat. He's like jumping across something, and he's yes. like, it's like Rah! it's that it's slow like, motion. Yes. yes, there's and. It's it's like that, and he runs away, and he comes up to um, I want to say it's appeals the I always I always get those two mixed up. I hate when I, I, hate when I do that. Um, um, um. It's no because I peel is the is the okay. gentleman with the glasses. I think. It's peel peel is uh the I would say the shorter of the two. Yes. Okay. Yes. He just broke up. His girlfriend left. So he's kind of laying on the bed, stoned off his ass. And Peel, uh, I'm sorry, Key plays his cousin who's married. And he's always like, hey, everybody. Like he, The first thing you see him in is in his his minivan. And he's singing, freedom, freedom. Like, so like the whitest black guy you could ever think yeah. of. And Peels the same way, except he's in he's in depression mode because his girl left him. So he's getting high and and he kind of it's some some something of an artist, a photographer. So he's like, you know, man, life just just sucks. He's like, come on, my wife's going away for the weekend. I will hang out. I can get you out of this funk. And that's where Keon the kitten shows up on the door, just like kind of scratches on the door. And, yeah. And Peel kind of is like, that's yeah, like I need to lay low for a while. <laughs> well, you know, they just looks like a stray kitten, yeah. you know. So he takes the cat in, and you know, he right away. It's like two weeks later, and he's has he's this cat's pulling him out of depression. Yeah, you know, and he's now taking fo- these cute little photos of the cat, except they're all in like famous movie. Like it's almost kind of a joke of if anybody's ever seen Family Matters, Family uh, Modern Family, when the um, Cameron and Cam and I always forget the other guy's um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson's character. They have their 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 uh, child, and he always gets her dressed up in like famous people. Yeah. Well, he's kind of doing it with the cat. Like there is a scene where he's taking a photo, and the cat's trying to claw through this uh, broken door, and there's like a little doll dressed like Shelley Duvall. There's like a little reenactment of The Shining, and then there's like a little reenactment of Reservoir Dogs. He's dude taking photos like that for the for for a calendar, and he's like, "Wow, that's great! You're getting back to work." He's like, "No, no, this is for private use." Yeah, you know, like <laughs> like no, no, no one's no, this is for me. Like kind of. But then they go out for the night just to kind of, you know, to go see a Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> and they get back, and Peel's helm's been broken into, and Keanu's missing. So right away, they think Keanu got kidnapped. Yeah. So they go across, they go across, he's like, well, let me go talk to my weed, my weed dealer, because, you know, they're just talking to cops. It's usually like, well, these nefarious types kind of, they don't really, their modus, their modus operandi is not to really steal cats, but... Right. You know, might be able. To, we might be able to find him. Like chances are, no. But Peel decides to go visit his drug dealer, the, his weed dealer, which literally is right across the street from, like their neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts off. He's like, "Well, these guys, the only people that, it, well, it turns out it's mistaken of identity. It's mistaken identity. They went to the wrong house because they were trying to go after the weed dealer because he's um, helping to broker a deal with the the um, the pips." I think it was it's cross between the Crips and the and the Bloods, you know, um, that 
gang made up of other guys from the other two gangs. Yeah. So Peel has this idea to go talk to, to get their cat back. They're going to follow this trail to this other drug dealer who works out of a strip joint. And it's becomes, they become, there's this moment where they're at the bar and they're trying to make this deal. And they're like, well, you don't know how to talk to people. You, you, Peel tells, tells Key that he talks like Richard Pryor doing imp- – you sound like an impersonation of Richard Pryor impersonating a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's the – no, you're not. How can you say that? And then the moment someone comes, like, you know, they drop the N-word. He's like, dude, you can't say the N-word. That N-word is so – like, no, you should never say that. No, no, anything. And then some woman comes up. He's like, what you want? <laughs> and then he drops the N-word. The two of them act hard, like hard black men. Yeah. But yet they're dressed in, like – you know, cushy suburban like stuff. Right. And basically they they're mistaken for the Allentown brothers, which were the two guys who shot up the place in the first place. Okay. And that they knew like so the the drug dealer has the cat and they're like, Well, I want my cat back. Like I need I need my cat back. Every man like and he gets real hardcore, like talks in his, his gangster kind of voice. And he's like, okay, well, if you two are the Allentown brothers, I need you to teach my crew how to do better in their drug deals because I'm doing this whole new drug, you know, new designer drug. Yeah. And it's basically they they pretend to be these these two hardcore gangsters just to get through the night to get because the drug dealer himself has promised to give over Keanu. Yeah. You know, at this point, you know, since he's now named Keanu, um, but the the new guy calls him New Jack. But he's got the, that's where you see the little bandana and the gold <laughs> chain around his head, <laughs> around his neck. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the kitten is fucking adorable. So whenever you see this cat, you just kind of go, oh. And especially like when the night that Key and Peel leave the house, um, he's, he's, he's like, I got to put Keanu in his nook, you know, and it's a little scratching post. And on the scratching post is a picture of the ex girlfriend. And he's like, You get that bitch. You get her. And the cat's craw- you know, clawing at the picture, which is adorable and cute. Like, whenever you put your finger, the cat just instinctively paws it. Yeah. Like, it's always giving you a high- the fucking cutest cat ever. So when you see it in, like, oh my God, there's a bloodbath going on. You see the cat just kind of running through in slow motion. Like, and then someone going, Keanu chasing after the cat while bullets and things are exploding. It, it's very, very, very funny movie. But the cat doesn't only has maybe like a half a dozen scenes, maybe a dozen scenes, because during the whole time, these two are out doing these drug deals with the crew without Keanu there. So it's yeah, basically yeah. about them just being trying to be hardcore gangsters without shitting themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, I'm probably not giving it any justice, but like I said, if, if you're a fan of that show, you're going to love this movie. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, it's a great show. So their movie was hysterical. Just some of the moments were really funny, and it's it's a hard R. There's nudity, there's foul language, they dropped the N-bomb like a million times it felt like, because they're supposed to be talking to each other. Yeah. It's just so funny, and it all ends with this whole kind of like, this this bizarre, really weird kind of like, what? Even they kind of, when something happens, both of them are just like, what? <laughs> you know, it's so good. I mean, I highly recommend it because it's, it's a cute, it's a funny movie with a cute little kitten in it. And, you know, it's just like, oh, this cat is so adorable. Like, I now want a kitten. 
I, I, I want a kitten, so I name it Keanu. And then, but the problem is, I have, I'm not a drug dealer, so it's not like I, I mean, I probably could dress him up in like the little gangster outfit. But a, a part of me is just like, no, I, I you know, my my sister's allergic to cats, so I can't. <laughs> and like, there's like a scene where all the gang members like, um, Key is driving the gang in his minivan, and they're like. Why are you driving this piece of shit car? And he's like, no, no, you don't understand. If You could drive your fancy cars, but if you want to be inconspicuous, you have to drive the minivan. No one gives a shit. You blend in. You know? <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know what? That makes sense. sense. Dude, you're dropping knowledge on your asses. <laughs> like, it's just like... <laughs> Like I said, it is stupid funny. Yeah. And it's it's stupid funny done right, not just going, oh, man, that movie was stupid. No, you go in knowing that it's going to be a, a stupid comedy. You can appreciate it for being a stupid comedy and laugh your ass off. Because there were just moments where I was laughing so hard I completely missed a follow-up joke. Yeah. You know, and I like movies like that. Where if I go to a comedy, I want to be like, oh, shit, I laughed so hard I missed that fucking extra line. <laughs> Or it's just enough pause, like where you hit that laugh, and just as it fades, there's a harder punchline that makes you re-laugh again. Yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a nice ebb and flow of, of laughters and through, going throughout the movie. And, of course, the cute little kitten ball dressed up like a pimp. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I highly recommend it. I think it's, right. it's a good movie. That's good. Um, I guess we should take a break. Yep, come back. Come back, get some uh, video game, a new release. Re- I, got oh. a, I got a video game review coming up. Ooh. We'll be right back, folks. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, geeks and geekettes, boys and girls. Yeah. People of all ages. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, there's part one. Now, I had a little button onto the end of the Keanu story is I forgot to bring it up on the live, the live show. Was that I, every once in a while, I, have, I sometimes get stomach issues. Mm-hmm. And that stomach issue, you know, gets reverted to lots of gas. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a little bit of the... You know, the the little poo-poo train, you know. <laughs> like where it seems to be like every ounce of my body is going, oh, we, we forgot a spot here, scrape that off and get it out. You know. <laughs> like there's some thing, you know, squeegee just going. <laughs> <laughs> just move it out. Move it out, folks, as quickly as possible. Can you be more descriptive? <laughs> no, so, so, you know, but and, um, it's going to be something that's relatable to everybody who's felt this way. Okay. So, you know, I'm coming home. And I'm, I, in the movie theater, I'm starting to feel the little in my stomach. Uh-huh. And I'm also afraid to let out any gas because there's that moment you start letting out the gas and you start feeling like, oh, danger, danger, danger. <laughs> and you kind of rinse the clench up, you know. <laughs> And you kind of walk like a little funny, you just kind of going, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. You know, and then you realize, okay, it, it's passed. But the gas in your stomach is kind of gurgling upwards. Yeah. And you're like, oh. It's got to go somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. All right. It's going up instead of out. So, you know, on the way home, it's one of those, it was one of those poops where every bump in the road, <laughs> every turn, <laughs> Of the road, <laughs> you can feel that. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. You, it's like, it's like you know when you have like chocolate milk at the bottom of a glass. Yeah, 
and you swish the chocolate, and you see the chocolate going like like, like wet sand. Yes, you know too much too much mixture. You didn't stir in good enough. Right, right. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt my, what was going on in my stomach. There was this this lining of just sludge just going swimming back and forth. And every once in a while, when we hit a bump in the road, it'd be like. <laughs> this is scary for me, folks. I was sitting next to him the whole ride, knowing that his ass could explode at any moment. At any moment, it was a lie. It was a ticket time bomb, Ed. I need a moment. <laughs> so this was on the oh. way home from the movies, right? You know, and you know, I get home. Oh, I thought you meant. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I get home from the on the way home from the movies. Yeah. So you know, I get dropped off, and I'm like, okay, just give me, you know, you, you ever have that that moment where you're just going, give me, just give me five minutes, give me five minutes, let me just make it into the house, strip down naked. <laughs> I'll be happy if my pants are down and my butt is hitting the toilet and it's coming out, like well, see, knowing you, it's hitting the ball. Yeah, well, yeah, it, the ball. I definitely, I'm, I'm a, I was say a naked pooper. <laughs> When I'm home, not when I'm here, because I'm going, he just took a dump in my bag. I hope he wasn't naked for that. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I'll have to check the video footage later. <laughs> Good thing I did that. <laughs> All around the room. Um, so, like, you know, and it was one of those moments where it's like I'm sitting down, and as I'm sitting down, you can hear that. Oh, <laughs> the glorious bowl, because my butt just was like, oh, awesome. Blah. <laughs> do you feel do you feel your like where your eye around your especially around your eyes like the pressure just kind of drop yeah like like you you're on the, the like a ride that goes all the way up and it's gonna drop and that that moment you can feel the pressure in your face just just go yes, like, like oh because because your butt's been clenched so tight this whole time you're like like when I take off my shoes, I usually put my, sh- you know, like bend over to pick up your shoes. And you're yeah. Like, you feel that pressure right in your, right in the Play-Doh fun factory of your intestines. <laughs> and you're like, oh. <laughs> that was a good noise. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. I can't do it. That, that first one was a good one. Good thing we got a little tape. <laughs> so like after it was done it was definitely one of those like oh look like a pollock painting splatters everywhere you know not on the wall or anything but just in the bowl you ever have one of those where it just kind of still where it just kind of goes you're talking about my bowl <laughs> you know I'm yeah. talking about the one at home oh, oh, okay. I haven't gotten to the one I did here <laughs> talking about there's the more there's more <laughs> So you know, like I do, I do my, my do my, oh, I do my duty, <laughs> I do my duty, uh, and then, you know, and you know, I need a moment to take a knee, like after those, yeah. after those really, really, like, like, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. <sighs> you know, you need to take a knee. Yeah, I'm like relaxed. I'm like, okay, I got about an hour to kill before I gotta go pick a bed. And my stomach's been kind of doing like all all night. Mm. So on the way home, like before we got before we left, the studios, the live studio to come to the recording studio, mm-hmm. it definitely started doing that. I was like, oh, oh no, and I could feel the tension in my in my temples. Uh-huh. Where I'm like, oh, I think I need an aspirin because I was like, okay, here we go. And I'm sitting, and then you start gauging, going, okay, well, can I last? Like it's not really that bad. Maybe I should, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so 
You're like, oh, you had a leak in your in your sink. Yeah, they go up and check my leak. Yeah. <laughs> How was that, by the way? That's fine. It's right. yeah. Well, I'm like, well, he's well, he's fixing that leak. I'm gonna fix my leak. <laughs> <laughs> my anal leakage. But here's the problem: Ed's toilet down here in the basement is small. It's not built for big guys. And then he he compounds that by putting what could be the smallest toilet seat of all time. It's, it's, I never, I never updated the seat. That's the seat that it came with the house. It's a seat. It's a seat that would be at your grandmother's house. It's the oh, people used to live here. So it's yeah. the seat that you cut your ass on because it's 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 a foam. Yeah, but on the foam, it's got this plastic around it, and that plastic is sealed along the sides with like this this strip of of hard plastic where you can see where it melted. Yeah. So every once in a while, you might cut your leg or something. Yeah. Uh, but it's also on the inside of the ring as well. Yeah. And so when you sit, not only does it puff down, yeah. it also puffs in. Yeah. So you kind of feel like you're going, oh, my God, this 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 is this is like... The smallest hole I got to shit in ever. You put it, it's about two meters wide, and now you just sw- you know, shoot wampas in, <laughs> in the <laughs> desert. Because it definitely was like, a, like, okay, stay on target. Stay on target. It's coming in too fast. Stay on target. Like I'm sitting there going, okay, am I lined up right? Because I don't want, you know, like if I, and because I'm, I'm a bigger guy, you kind of got to scrunch everything into that hole. And you're like, mm, okay, just please, let, everything, now let it go. Oh, 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 oh. And just hope for the best. You know? I'm never going to shit that toilet again now. Because I'm afraid that your poo residue is on. I'm saying, no, what you need to do is you need to update that seat, though. I'm well, dying. the thing, the reason why I capped it was is because down here it's cold. Like in the, in the, in the winter so, months. Yeah, so plastic. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. All right. Let me finish. On a normal plastic seat, like the regular seat, it's cold when you put your butt down. You're like, ooh, you jump up. You know, there's really cold moments. That seat does not. Like, that plastic does not get cold. So, there's like, I've had, like, winters where it's, like, like really cold down here. Right. Like, I fell asleep on the couch, and I wake up with, like, 2 your or 3 o'clock. chattering, yeah. and you see your breath. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, is there a ghost in here? <laughs> and, I, and I have to go to the bathroom. That wakes me up. So, I'll go to the toilet, and I'll, I'll sit down, and it's like... Oh, it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be. Oh, it's not. Like, oh, it's cushiony. Oh, I can't believe we're talking about my toilet seat. This is so weird. Yeah, I just, I just had that moment. Like, I can't believe we're doing this. This is so surreal. But, all, all, the, all the conversations we've had, about. Never, this is the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> Why is it the most embarrassing? The toilet seat. <laughs> So totally everyone's got a toilet seat. Just saying, you might want to work on. Getting I have them. to give. I have to give the details on the toilet seat that I own. I mean, I'm telling oh, the audience, I'm painting a picture. So while you were upstairs fixing your faucet, I was downstairs relieving myself. <laughs> but because because I'm always afraid of those moments where it's like. Whenever I'm over a person's house, and I'm mm. sure, again, I'm, I'm, people are going to relate to me on this one. Mm. Whenever I'm out and about, I, I'm very leery about, I'm a, you might, I'm the modern equivalent to shipbreak. I don't like, from American Pie, I don't like pooping in public places. Mm-hmm. I don't like pooping in other people's places, mm-hmm. in houses either, because mm-hmm. what if there's, it's too packed and it starts to flood, and there's no, no way it didn't happen there. You know, It's just one of those things like, what do I do? Like, right. Uh, I I gotta. Uh, 
if it's a messy one, I use more maybe more toilet paper than the average person. Right. I don't know. I got a big ass. You know, <laughs> got to make sure it's all you know clean in there. You don't. We don't. We're not wealthy enough to have a bidet. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, my my, I have the same problem. I don't, I don't, I don't like pub, especially public toilets. Like, yeah, I, I, like because there's not enough toilet paper, or and you're or, cramped, and you kind of got to work. Like, like I have a wide stance, so yeah. like trying to get up in there, it's like, yeah. So it's it's very nerve wracking. But the the my biggest fear though is not so much stuffing it because I know like just to use the right amount of toilet paper, I figured that part out <laughs> of my life at least. But the problem I always have is when you when you have a big shit. And it usually like rings around the toilet bowl uh-huh. like a like Mr. Softy on an ice cream yeah. cup. There you go, folks. Deal with that image. But the thing is, you flush the toilet. There's that there's that residue of your poo uh-huh. on the bowl now. So now you're feeling like if I leave, like somebody they're walks in, they'll be like, ah, yeah. So now you're like, well, if I wait a little bit, and I flush it again. It will clean it. Yeah, but now you got to wait for it to, the toilet seat to fill and then flush it again. And of course, now people are going, "Wait, why did he flush it twice?" Because what? it's not like it's not like it's quiet. Like you don't know what you're doing in that bathroom. Like everybody, like you hear the flush, you think, "All right, he's going to wash his hands or do whatever, leave right. it, and let him, that's it." He, so you hear a second flush, you're going, "He just did a courtesy flush. <laughs> he's pooping in there." <laughs> yeah. So now people know what you're doing, and then it's now it's more like. Now I know everybody knows what I'm doing. Now I feel self conscious. You go for the three peat. You flush again. Yeah, because sometimes, sometimes, sometimes there's a little more residue just still left over. Sometimes you're wiping your butt, going, "I thought I got it all." You, know? yeah. <laughs> you, you break it up because you don't want to flood the toilet and be have to go and excuse me. Do you have a plunger? Because yeah, you know, cause especially when you're out and about or like someone's house, you're just like if there's not a plunger there. I'm always more calm that there's a plunger there. I'm not like willy nilly going woo toilet paper everywhere, <laughs> but I always be like, okay, courtesy flush, wipe, flush. <laughs> like okay, enough. If there's that residue at the bottom, you just put enough toilet paper. You do like an extra, you do like a victory lap around the butt, and you throw it in there. Hopefully that when the when the toilet paper sinks down, <laughs> it takes the gunk with it. <laughs> You know, I I always say to myself, I don't think we can get any lower on this show. <laughs> but again and again, I've been proven wrong. Yeah, well, you know, it's the genius of me. <laughs> just when you don't think you, you talk about poop residue, <laughs> just as if poop wasn't good enough, or poop oh, residue. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad not many people listen to this that I know. <laughs> Look, man, everyone poops, man. Everyone poops. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> Look, it's, it's what makes us makes us all, you know. Inc- well, now, now that now that they see me, they're going to think of my toilet now. <laughs> when they see you, yes, they're going to associate this story with my with me. No, they're not. They're going to associate with me. Going, <laughs> so did you ever did you ever switch that seat? Huh? <laughs> That's a question I'm going to be asked, like over and over. Uh-huh. So did you ever get that seat switched now? <laughs> As you're signing your autograph, like, oh, dude, did you? No, I did not switch that seat. I'd rather have my butt be comfortable in the winter time. That's right. Than have it a bigger target. <laughs> it's skill factor of a three. Thank you. I mastered it. <laughs> I can poop with my eyes closed. That's right. I mean, there you have it, folks. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's kind of the reason why 
you know, that's how you start. That's how we start off the show. You think that's bad now? Wait till you see us finish it. <laughs> <laughs> Consider part two and part three your courtesy flushes. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, or thanks for putting up. Thanks for not throwing up while you're driving. I want to see. And if you did, I sorry, sorry, <laughs> whatever. But if you want to catch the show live on Sunday nights, you can. On Sundays. <laughs> if, you're to, if you ever want to catch a show live, you can on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on that. What, what night now? Sundays. Okay. And then don't forget, if you're perusing Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio and give our Facebook page a like. Follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. We'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.